Welcome to another GNL Voice podcast. I'm Bill Healy, and today we're fortunate to speak with Steve Andrews, CEO and Master Therapist at Soothing Touch Spas on the island of Barbados. Welcome, Steve. Welcome. I'm nice to be here as well in the sunny islands of Barbados. <laughs> yes, the sunny islands. I'm, I'm jealous of that. Um, to begin with, could you give us a bit of a summary on your background in the spa and wellness industry? Well, as a 25-year veteran, we spent a lot of time really um, within the industry. I, I started as a massage therapist, and then I gradually um, start what we call blossoming in different areas within the health and wellness sector. I mean, I went from doing uh, massage, and I start with manicure, pedicures, facials, body treatment. So I actually... Um, was was did not have a choice then to learn everything within the sector um one of the challenge i had when i started was because that there were not a lots of opportunity for training in the caribbean so it is one of the things that we had to work very very hard on in terms of going to different trying to find those expertise wherever you can to try to learn as much as you can so it takes me around the Caribbean learning as much as I can. And from there, then, I, I started, I also was, I was a martial artist. I used to practice martial arts. So by competing at a national level, because I also was a national, um, competing for the national team, it gave me the opportunity to travel outside of the Caribbean. So every time I go outside of the Caribbean, I always try to find something or a spa or a, a facility that, that I can do, up, up, upgrade myself. So I find myself just going from places to places. And then remember on one of my trip to Mexico City, I, I discovered the concept of a spa and I was in love with it. And I, I, I thought it's something I want to bring back to Barbados. And after I came back to Barbados, I opened up um, in 2002, I opened up what I called Student Touch Spa, um, Student Touch um, Spa, um, the spa. And then from there, I start doing other things. So we start evolving in many different areas. We open up, we end up one, I was running up to four spas on the island. We had, and I like to do unique stuff in spas. I, I'm, I'm a, what I call a, a creative thinker. So I always try new things. So we had a spa, the first spa at the Grant Adams International Airport, which we do chair massages, foot massages, stuff like that. Sure. Also, we we operate a spa on the beach. In fact, the only place in Barbados right now you can get a legal massage on the beach is um, my bamboo retreat that I um, that I have on Acre Beach, Barbados. Um, also, we, we, we try operating in uh, a resort um, hotel as well. Um, so, and now we have now opened up the Bamboo Retreat, which is, um, which is a new space that we have now created in um, St. George. Um, it's basically the center of the island and is really how we incorporate different, um, developing a space where you use a natural environment, using natural material bamboo. That's what it is using a lots of recycled material to create something that is really beautiful. So our new space now that we call the Bamboo Retreat is in St. George, and that's what we are really focusing on in terms of the spa com component. 
Um, the other component that I have done, I spent a lot of time in terms of the development of the health and wellness sector in the Caribbean, and in some sense outside of the Caribbean. And now um, my, my final leg, I also, this is my last leg I'm working on, which is really, I have, by being in the industry so long, I have acquired lots of knowledge and I think I need to find ways of passing it on. So um, last year we launched Steve Andrews and Associate um, um, concept, which we are looking at, which we are training, different um, training persons, uh, advanced training, allowing people to really blossom into their own um, in their own way in terms of uh, massage therapy also looking at some spa concepts as well some spa therapy training so in a nutshell um, 25 years of hard work um, dedication um, within an industry that um, I think it was very good to me because I, it sustained me right now um, in terms of a, a pretty decent lifestyle. Yeah. So um, in a nutshell, that's who I am. Okay, well, I've, I've known you quite a few years. Um, I, I don't remember exactly how long, but this is the first time I heard that you were a martial artist as well and, and traveled around with that, so that's, that's news with me. Um, and I can imagine with, with Barbados, there's a lot of natural uh, bamboo and natural settings that would just be ideal for a, a spa like yours. Um, before we get too far um, in this discussion, how would somebody connect with your spa or with you? Would Do you have a website that they could connect through? Yes, we have We have a website. We have, um, we have Student Touch. Well, we are now moving from Student Touch. We are making a transformation from Student Touch to the Bamboo Retreat. And so you can go to studenttouchspa.com. Um, that's our website. Or you can go to the Bamboo Retreat.com as well. Um, so you can find us, um, or, um, sorry, Bamboo Retreat.net. Um, at this stage, you can find us um, there. Um, we are on Student Touch um, on Instagram, Student Touch the Spa on Facebook. So you can find that you can find us. Also, we have um, um, Steve Andrews and Associate have a, a website, Steve Andrews and Associate. Um, you can find some of the stuff that we do there in terms of our teaching modules, modules, and all concept that we have that we are really developing. Um, hopefully, we can get to talk about that later on as well. Too. Sure. Um, so yeah. Um, and you're also the wellness ambassador for Barbados. What duties and responsibilities come with that? Well, um, as a wellness ambassador, <laughs> um, well, you know, I was, I was having a discussion with one of my colleagues in Asia, and he, he asked me a question. He asked me if I, that he realized that they don't have. The wellness ambassador concept is really a concept that it started out of um, Turkey, and um, the concept is really help um, is helping to promote wellness throughout the um, the world, really. So what we really do, we have like one main event every year, which is um, the um, this, the first um, Saturday in June, and we chose that day to really promote wellness amongst our our community itself. So we try to do something good. We, we try, it, it's really a concept of, of doing, encouraging people to live one day of well-being and well-being. And 
when I heard the concept, I thought it was a concept that I was, was interested in. And, um, and I think it's because I have one goal right now is really to promote well-being amongst my peers in Barbados and the Caribbean and around the world. Is if we can teach more people to live, just just live at least one day, um, try to live that day well, um, well, then we can really change at least a percentage of of, of our of our world and what we are basically going through right now. Because I be I basically believe that we have uh, there's a term that that people use all the time. People spend their whole health to gain wealth. And when they create wealth, then they basically lose their health. And I'm saying to us is that we have to do better in terms of managing our tem temple and really helping us to, 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 to really live not necessarily a longer life, but a more healthier life. So if we can really have conversation with more persons in terms of the importance of well-being, the importance of the temple, spending time, um, the new word buzzword now is, is mental health, but it's so much more than mental health. It's really our physical health, everything else, your spiritual health, all of those things that we have to pay attention to. So it's something that I'm, that I'm, I, I, I'm actually a part of. And so I basically represent, to answer your question, I basically represent Barbados um, in the discussion in terms of well-being um globally and also in the past you've been involved with the caribbean spa and wellness association uh, what was your role with the group and what does the, the association provide to the region are they still active well uh, <laughs> well I, I mean i was always i was always passionate about the caribbean and its, its potential um in terms of well-being when you think about the Caribbean and, and, and its ocean, our ocean in average 29 to 30, 31 degree um, year round, that's, that's the, the, our ocean is pretty um, warm. So that's the lasso therapy. Um, in terms of the natural, the natural, um, um, the Caribbean is a, is a chain of volcano islands. You can go all the way up from Jamaica, come all the way down is a chain of volcano islands. So we have that to last um, thermotherapy. That's a part of um, um, what we do. Um, we are rich with cultural um, um, herbal treatment. Um, in the Caribbean, we call it bush doctors. Um, okay. We are full of bush doctors. So we have a lots of rich herbal treatment that we, we and a lots of tradition itself in terms of well-being and how we can we can we can um, heal the body. Um, my father was a, was one of the most famous bush doctor in my in my country, which I was born in Saint Vincent. And he, I didn't learn anything from him, but I mean, he was very famous in in, in what he he does. So we, we 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 have rich culture, rich heritage in terms of well-being, but yet we don't really promote it. Not we we actually running away from it internally. But also opportunity to promote it externally, we are not doing that much. So my first conversation was in 2002. I went to a conference in Jamaica, and was a discussion of well-being. Was a health and wellness um, symposium, and the whole idea was to promote the um, the health and wellness concept in the Caribbean. 
And yes, I was involved with that first group. And we went as far as um, to Washington um, having discussion where the IADB was looking to develop standards for the sector. Um, I, would, I, have, I really did not agree with the approach that they were taking, and I was not happy, and I, I, I let them know that part. So, um, so then I leave that association, and, and then a few late, years later, um, this, someone walked into my spa and said, I heard you are, you are the only person in the Caribbean have a Caribbean spa. Okay. And I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> so we had this long discussion and he taught me to come to a meeting in St. Lucia and asked me to do a, a presentation. And, 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 then, um, and then I left that meeting. It was an okay meeting. I left that meeting because that meeting was bringing, um, because there was, an, there was another consultant. There was a consultant who was working in the Caribbean looking at products, the same products that we talked about just now. Mm -hmm. And one of the problems we had is that the people, the resort spas in the Caribbean was not using the products that is developed in the Caribbean. So the idea was to bring the resort spas and the product manufacturers together. So when I get to that meeting, I, I felt out of place because I don't run a resort spa. It was just a, a simple day spa. So there was a lot of discussion, an interesting discussion. I did a presentation and I walked away, leaving that meeting. And then a year later, I got a telephone call that they want me to come to another meeting in Dominican Republic. And wow. I went to this meeting in Dominican Republic and, and I was told they want me to sit on this board. And I said, but I'm not that kind of person. I'm not the person to sit on a board. So then I become a, that's when CISWA was launched in 2005, 2006 in Dominican Republic. And I sit on the board as the, um, uh, was the um, vice treasurer um, on that board. And then, um, then also I was, I head up one of the committees, which is, was a training committee. And we really, we did. We did. We launched the first regional training program in St. Lucia at the Body Holiday Inn. And if you know the Body Holiday Inn, it's actually the largest spa in the Caribbean. And it's really um, a, a spa resort, really, because their focus really is on wellness and the spa and the, the wellness component of the uh, resort. So, and we, we organized one of the first training programs there. And then, then um, there were another consultant in the Caribbean again. This person was from Canada this time. The first one was from London. The next person from Canada. And they were doing something in health tourism. And they were operating in Barbados. So my chairman asked me, can you facilitate? Because they were partnering with CISWA as well. So because I was in Barbados, they asked me to facilitate it. So we were working with the um, with the spa and wellness um, with the um, consultant and one of the regional um, body, which is Caribbean Export, which is an agency that is in place to um, to develop and promote exports of products and service out of the Caribbean. So we partnered with that organization okay. and we spent a year basically working together. And coming out of the year, uh, that year, um, my my chairman calls and said, Steve, I want you to be chairman. I said, but you don't just be a chairman like that. You have to be voted. And I don't believe that I should 
um, be um, a chairman, but because I was so involved with the with with the with this group that we went back to Dominican Republic and had another meeting, and I was voted as the chairperson of CISWA. And okay. um, th that was in 2009. And, and when I was voted as chair of CISWA, I was given one mandate, was to find money and um, to develop the sector. So my first task was to really um, develop a strategy to move the association forward and find money to implement that strategy. So because I was, I'm, I'm very passionate in what I do. So I was going around to all of the agencies and said, okay, we need to develop the Caribbean. The Caribbean have tremendous potential in terms of health and wellness, in terms of linking our tourism with agriculture, in terms of linking our tourism with, our, with heritage, in terms of linking our tourism with, with all of these farms. And because we were, we came out of really plantation, agriculture concept. So we need to work, and and by doing that, um, I was I was able to raise I think was four hundred thousand U.S. dollars for Cisoa, and I think that's the worst thing I ever did. Wow! Yeah, quite <laughs> good. Seriously, <laughs> because by the time you get money, all the fight starts. It was oh, so yeah. much fight. Uh, so everybody was coming from all the different direction want this money. This money is to develop uh, um, the, the health and wellness sector. So you have people from the Diabetes Association. You have people from, from, from cancer. You have, you have all kind of people just coming in to get this money. And I'm saying, but no, this money is to span wellness. This is a particular project that we, we, we funded that, <laughs> that we apply and get this money. So it was, was, a, was a difficult uh, four years I spent as chair after raising that fund. Um, lots of fights about nothing um, <laughs> because the, the vision really was to develop a single approach for the region, which is um, um, we look at because we had some good things came out of it. I mean, um, we, we have created a, a strategy. Um, for the sector, um, we have a strategy for the Caribbean um, spa wellness sector. We have developed standards for for um, for um, spa operators within the sector, um, and we have basically a marketing plan to market the sector. Um, the one component of the of the project that I really regret that never happened is that we were supposed to train 15 trainers and certify them as Caribbean trainers and then turn around and train 45 therapists. So we will be one of the only regions globally that have um, harmonized um, standards and harmonized therapists. What I was trying to do was to do what the, our politician could not do, which is harmonize the region in beyond behind one common cause. And, and we get a lot of pushback, and it gets so frustrated, it becomes personal. So I realized it was affecting my mental health, and it was affecting my business, and it was affecting my therapy. So I, I, I decided to put up my shoes. In 2015, I resigned from the association. I was willing to help from behind the scene, but I was not willing to put in the work that I was doing before. And I decided to resign. Um, the association died two years after which was very sad because to me, I spent, I spent seven years working hard for, 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 for a concept that I think have tremendous potential and some person just come and kill it. And it was, it was a tough period for me.
I'm sure and it was. that's why I really removed myself away from from um, development or regional development for a little while. Um, I have not get back into that place where I, I work in in terms of regional development. So um, yes, so so we we did a lot. I mean, um, what we did, um, some of the, some of the ideas I put in it because I believe that I always like um, the concept of the um, the Asia Pacific Spa brand. Asia Pacific is is one of the most popular spa destination in the world. Why? And I want to know why they become the most popular spa destination in the world. And I think I have some ideas why they become the most popular spa destination. Because what they do, they make sure that they ingrain culture into their into their spas. Um, they ingrain a lot of their their their, their 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 culture is a part of their spa experience. So that's true to me and. And that's why it's such a, a popular. And there are other things I have learned from them why they why they become so popular as a spa destination. I really want to infuse that concept into the Caribbean, but um, unfortunately, um, um, it did not work at that time. I don't know if someone else will take it and work with it. But it was a it, it's one of those periods that we went through that is. So I take the time and really that's how I develop. I spent the time developing my bamboo retreat. Because now I, I had ideas, what I want to do, how I think the spa should be. And I developed what we call now the Bamboo Retreat, which is a, a very simple, unique concept. Yeah, it, it sounds like it. Yes, it, so, it sounds terrific. Do you see any upcoming trends that uh, perhaps will be adopted by the spas in Barbados or spas and wellness worldwide? Any upcoming trends? Well... Unfortunately, since COVID came, um, um, the uh, I think I think we are still in shock, and we don't know how we're going to react or what's going to happen in terms of um, coming out of COVID, um, 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 rebounding after COVID. Um, I, I I think that it's one of the one of to me one of the um, main challenges that we're going to have and we are having now is lack of quality staff within the sector, um, therapists in the sector. Um, we had, because of two years lockdowns, a lot um, spas was one of the hardest hit in terms of the sector. Most people have moved on and do other things. And I, and I see it now because there's such a high demand in terms of um, um, uh, recruitment in the sector I think the standard itself would drop. The standard would drop uh, uh, for a while until we can get the opportunity to rebuild and retrain our therapists to the levels that we really want to train. Um, one of the trends I see, another trend I see that um, is not very good for the sector, um, we make massage now into a sport. <laughs> okay. So now we have been, we have a competition massage globally. And it's a very fast catching concept. And to me, if you understand the importance of therapy and how powerful therapy is, um, as a therapist, I see some amazing things happen before my eyes. I remember going to someone one day, and when I walk into the house, I, all the children was there, and they were making preparation for a funeral. So I said, what happened? They say, well, daddy is not, daddy don't look, he can make it. So you say, what happened? 
So they say it don't make sense you work on him now because he don't look like he's going to make it. And I walk into this room and I said, no, 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 I'm here. So I, I'll just rub his feet or massage his feet or something. And then I just turn him over and just start working on him. I work on him for an hour. Mm-hmm. And when I finish, this guy just, I was just finished. I was like, he did not do anything in that hour. He did not move. He did not do anything. And as soon as I was going to move away, he just grabbed my hand and said, you finished? And it just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted so, more. So, <laughs> and so he was, he just, he just wanted, I mean, he was like, you finished already? And I mean, and he lived for, day, he lived for years after. So when you have something that's powerful as touch and therapy, and you have people are competing with it, um, it bothers me. It really, really bothers me. And I don't, I really don't really talk to um, uh, opposition to many things because I think that everybody, everyone should have um, ideas and everything and explore everything else. But therapy is too beautiful for you to compete because when you start competing competition i compete and i know what competition is like when i compete i want to beat you and i don't have nothing to share with you so i want to beat you right (laughs) so when we are doing something that's so beautiful that we should share not compete so gather we should gather around a table and share our ideas amongst each other not compete amongst each other so that's one of the other trends I see that's really affecting the industry as well. And third one is everybody wants to become famous tomorrow. So we have people doing just playing with the industry. And I think that um, we as we, we as serious therapists, um, and when we know the impact it can have on, on our life, our mental health, our spiritual health, or emotional, all of those benefits will have to us on our body, we need to start taking it a little bit more serious and we need to work, work more to really develop what we are doing. So these are some of the challenges I have. Um, positive things, the t- positive trends. I think that there are so much job opportunities out there for therapists that um, I think it will encourage more people to come into the industry because there are lots of opportunities out there um everywhere you look there are opportunities so the person that was struggling in the in the industry will have an opportunity to to upskill or to up um in terms of um uh, find a job that they will be able to do full-time um, work within the industry um one of my concern is that we need to really focus uh, on training because training is because during COVID, when everybody was saying you should go and learn something on the net, join the net, and I and I sign up, I go on the net and looking for things to do. It really frustrates me that the quality that we are that we have out there, um, we need to work on it, and that's why I start Steve Andrews and Associate because I think that we must do better. We must do better at everything that we are trying to do. We must become the best at everything that we are trying to do. Yeah, and doing that then the industry will rise um health benefit to individual person because if you understand what you do then you can sell it to persons and when people when person know what you're what you're doing then they will come more persons will come into your spa and have more service the pandemic have proven that to me i see a more person now than before because they understand that we understand what we are doing oh wow okay so you're seeing more people now than before um, yeah, I, I was going to ask that, um, 
being in Barbados, where does Soothing Touch and where do the other spas in Barbados draw their clients from? Well, tourism is our one, number one industry. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so ninety percent of the of the 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 the, 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 um, the spas in Barbados um, draw their business from hotels from the uh, tourism. Um, I remember when I started tw- some twenty five years ago. Um, it had about three hotels that had spas. I can count them. Sandy Lane, um, who was there? It was Sandy Lane? Was Sam Lord's Castle? And some last castle didn't have a spa. They had a, a salon and they were offering spa services. Okay. So it had like, it was, and Hilton. Those were the three hotels that had spas in it. And now every hotel have a spa because they, they understand. So now spa is not, no longer a, a luxury service. It's a necessity within hotels. Um, unfortunately, I, I flipped the, stri- the switch because maybe that's why we survived COVID. Um, 90%, uh, like 80% of my customers are local. Wow. Um, I used to be the other way around because I start in the hotel, spend a lot of time in the hotel, and I realized that it's not sustainable uh, because as soon as a manager change, you have to you have to find ways of understanding or befriending that other manager to to stay. And if they don't like you, you get kicked out. So. I switched and I said, well, I will build my own business. And uh, my business really had really developed. Um, well, I have two other facilities, one on the beach. Well, I had the, the other three facilities was in hotels. So that's where, but where I spent most of my time as a therapist is more working on local, local clients. So myself as a therapist, and now, now we are about maybe 80, 80 um, 75, 80% local clients. So most of our customers are local local clients. Okay, I, I can see the need for the change the past couple of years. Barbados is such a small island state. Um, what challenges have there been in acquiring technology for managing spas? Has there been a move toward cloud-based applications to benefit the spas? What What's being done for technology? I think that, um, yes, there, there, there are so much of uh, more people um, because a lot of the spas um, outside of the hotels, I don't call them spas. I say they're salons or they are, uh, are rooms that does spa services. I mean, when you think about the concept, and I do understand the, defin- the definitions of spas. I mean, I, I spend time studying it. Um, so um, the bigger hotels, of course, because they are, they are connected to international brands, will have softwares. Uh, most of the big hotels will have software that will um, that manage their 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 their, their clientele. Um, the smaller the smaller um, salons, spas, um, most of them will not. But I realize that the move is going there. The free app that most people I will not advertise them on your show, but there's sure. a free app that most people are using right now. Um, that they and I realize that. Because everyone I talk to and say, "What are you using?" Tell me they're using this particular app, and so there's there's a movement in terms of uh, understanding the importance of of booking a massage anytime, anywhere, anyhow. Um, but also because to me is a cultural thing as well, where when it comes to locals, they like to have conversation amongst each other. We like to chat a lot, so most people <laughs> still want to take up that telephone. 
and and have a conversation with you in terms of booking a. Uh, so a large percentage of my customers will still take up a telephone and, because they want to have conversation with me. Or if they're not, if they're not too sure what they, what they want to have, we will have that discussion and it will help them to to choose what what. So um, cloud base for the businesses is interested, but in terms of booking. Um, I think um, we will struggle a little bit in terms of booking online, um, but in terms of business management, it's something that I think that, that we need to spend more effort and more time in, in terms of developing. Now, many parts of the world are coming out of the COVID p- pandemic. During the pandemic, did you have to shut down your spas at all? Yes, we had to. We had, uh, we lost, what, mm, six we we lost about eight months um the first the first shutdown was four months um, then we had to shut again which is yeah we lost about eight months yeah then we shut again because we are the last industry to reopen and not only that but business itself had dropped the more affluent persons um still are very uh, very very <laughs> i don't want to say it but it's something i i realized that person with money um they don't want to take any chance with their life right right <laughs> so they are very protective <laughs> i want to say more money you have is more you more you don't want to die <laughs> so no, I, that's I'm... something that that's very funny but uh, <laughs> it's something i've learned in in the pandemic so, I, i'm um, sure there were some changes in in operations too like uh, keeping distance or or um antibacterial type uh, um, I, yes, I yeah. we um, Barbados. The Barbados did very well in terms of uh, managing COVID and the COVID and the concept. We are very disciplined um, society and a very disciplined um, um, group. Um, but I always said, and, and and because I understand the spa sector, um, there's the only the only. Um, the only uh, protocol I see that we had to add into um, into our, our our industry is really the mask wearing, because when you think about the sector and our sector, hygiene is one of the most important thing in the spa and wellness. Besides training, besides quality serv- uh, service, in terms of the uh, spa and wellness sector, hygiene is is a thirty percent. If you don't have, if your hygiene in your spa is not there, because when people think about spas, they're thinking about when someone coming into you, they are stripping themselves. So basically, they're not just physically, but also mentally as well. So the sanitization of all your 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 linens and all of those things that 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 we do, um, that's one of the things that we do in in the spas. And the, another thing is spraying hands and stuff. Or, they can show you sanitizing hands, but before service in the spine in the spine industry, you should wash your hands, and after every service, you should always change all the linen. You use a linen must be changed. You use a piece of equipment must be sterilized. So what we have to me, we just enforce our our our, our protocols um, because of COVID um, within the sector. You and I have been discussing um, for the last year or so, I think that you were looking at expanding your business to do, do massage training or, or treatment training uh, around the world into Africa, Southeast Asia, the Americas. So 
you're looking quite a bit at expanding. Um, but I think the pandemic probably affected that. But do you still have plans to expand your services into, say, Thailand or or Africa or the Americas? Well, uh, throughout the pandemic, I get uh, I spent more time with the Africa with the well, Africa and Asia, the Africa Association, Asia Pacific Association as well. I mean, I did a workshop. I did a couple workshop with the Asia Pacific Association in terms of um, um, changing the concept of therapy. Um, and we have a very good relationship going on right now um, in terms of Asia. Um, I'm still waiting to, to hit the ground because, as I said, um, what the concept, my concept, because my concept is not really coming to teach you modality. I'm not coming to teach you how to be Steve Andrews. Um, my concept is really allowing you to be the best that you can be. So it's really a coaching component, but also um, an enlightening component in terms of, um, like, for instance, there's so much therapists out there that don't understand the importance of touch. Touch is, our, touch is what we do, but we don't understand touch. Um, we, don't, we, don't, we don't develop the touch element of our therapy. So you see, you watch so many therapists or so many persons that do a massage and they, they put oil in their hands and they just start working on you. They, they, there's no concept behind the touch component. Why touch is important? When you touch someone, is basically introducing yourself to them and by touching someone it's so much you can learn from touch you touch someone when i touch someone in therapy i can tell i can tell so much from my first touch so my first five seconds touching you i can learn so much from you so i know how to how to cater my job um to suit you because every different person everybody is different so we have to cater to that need Emotional connection. How much of us really? Uh, I was having a conversation with um, with a colleague um, in Africa, and one of the gentlemen said he never had a mind changing massage yet. Wow. And I'm saying, but all of my massages mind changing, or mind blowing, what you want to call it, because it must be that way. Because when you touch someone and, and you have the touch and the emotional connection you will change their way of thinking. And that's why, as a male therapist, that's another one. Growing up on a small island, we have, we have what, 30%, maybe, maybe 20% of our market. Tourists, most tourist males don't want you to work on them. Most females feel kind of timid, so they prefer a female. So as a male, we have like 20%, and I have shot from 20% to be the number one therapist on the island because of the understanding of therapy. So there's so much that we don't understand. Energy. So much of us speak about energy and we don't know what is energy. Every shop you go into, every spa you go in, tell you how, what they do to help you uplift your energy. And you ask them what is energy. We just don't know. So my concept is really to enlighten you the concept of therapy. And by enlightening you the concept of therapy, then I know start unplugging you from the old ways of modalities. You want to do, you want, you're doing a massage and how much techniques is not so much about uh, how much um, techniques you use is what you, what the tools that you need to use to get the maximum results from your customers. So those, 
those are the elements I would like to teach and I'm teaching and we have successful class in, in, in Asia. I now finish a six weeks program with, with Kenya, um, um, discussion on, on, on the whole concept because really and truly all I can do is, is discussion because they are, I am not, it's my concept, my concept of teaching is physical. It's not so much um, uh, conversation is good because we help you to unplug and, un and, and try to unlock the mind. But the real substance in the teaching is when we come together and I can lay my hands on you and can feel the energy flowing through my hands. Uh, I, I, can, I can touch you and feel your, your pulse or your breath uh, or your heartbeat from any part of your body because it's developing the concept of touch and the sensitivity of touch that you can do that. So when you can develop that, that skill, you are totally in control of the person every time your massage starts. So then you don't have to work so hard to get them to relax. Because from the time you touch them, from the time you start working with them, they just start uh, melting away um, under your hands. And these are things that, you mean, lot, so much people don't know. So much therapists don't know. So this is what we're trying to get there and unplug therapists and unplug um, the idea of therapy and moving away from just a routine, rubbing you up um, or just going through routine. Because every single person is different. Every single person needs is different. And if you don't understand therapy, then you will just do routine. So, um, so I'm working with, I work in, with Africa, also the African Association, um, in terms of unplugging the concept with the Asia Pacific. And yes, I'm looking to get in, to so now start promoting myself as a trainer um, with 25 years with, in, uh, with a lots of experience and a, and a whole different concept a concept that will, will change your mind when it comes to therapy. And that's what we are trying to do right now. Okay, well, it's, it's quite fascinating. And I hope someday that I'll, I'll be uh, able to visit there and visit Barbados and, and experience uh, soothing touch. <laughs> so We are looking forward to, 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 to hosting you. <laughs> so, Steve, we really appreciate your time. And... Um, we we look forward to uh, hearing more with you in the future. Well, it's always a pleasure having conversations, sharing ideas, sharing concepts, and yes, we hope that we can have a lot more of lot more of these conversations. And anywhere we can continue to work together to move the sector, because my number one passion is developing the spine wellness sector globally. And I think it has so much potential because my passing words, I always say to, if we have a little bit more understanding of what we do, we could have saved a lot more persons that die during COVID because the most important thing is if you, if you understand the powers that we have in our hands, we will help to heal and, and actually motivate a lot more people to live a more healthier lifestyle. Uh, so I'm hoping that we can we can move we can start that movement so. that's wonderful thank you very much steve yeah.